0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International.
1: Every person somewhere inside of them has that that urge to, to change things, to make a difference, to live a life of significance. But how do we change the world?
0: Join James, Betty, and the Pretorius family as they pay tribute to the extraordinary life of miracle man, Peter Pretorius.
1: I see that in dad's life, the example was set that one life can change the world.
0: Death Defying Faith, next on Life Today.
2: Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to welcome Peter Pretorius' family. This is the book. This is his story. It was finished right before Peter went to heaven. Death Defying Faith. When Betty and I say that God used Peter Pretorius to not only change our lives personally, you think about this, I'm living in crusades, coliseums, and stadiums. God's already told me I'm to sit down by this woman and help try to call the family into the family room, the family of God, And help them get to know the Father and do His will. Right then, God showed us the mission fields of the world through Peter Pretorius. When I say it was a transformative moment, that's not an exaggeration. It not only changed us, but it changed this ministry. And we began to, as Joel Osteen's dad said before he died, you brought the mission fields of the world into our homes. And you know what was amazing? When people saw the effectiveness of love-filled missionaries... Like Peter Pretorius and all those he worked with, they were moved to say, "We're going to undergird it. We're going to we're going to share the love of God and the Word of God not just in word but in deed." And you have been miracle workers. Well, we've got the family here. We have Ann, and we have Esau and we have Jackie. Would you welcome Ann, Esoc, and Jackie <laughs> to like today? Many, many times, and uh, most of the time it's been with Dad. And I know this is a tough time. I know that only God can give you the grace to walk on, but we're going forward. I didn't exaggerate, did I?
3: Ann? Not at all. We're going to go
2: forward, aren't we? Yep, Jackie, absolutely. we're going forward. We're you're, going all forward. Are, you're involved. You know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I want to show a tribute. You remember Carlton Hurdle, our yes. seven-foot yes. cameraman? <laughs> he's, he's awesome. And I'm telling you, he was there on the first trip, put everything changed, and he wrote a poem about your dad. <laughs> I want you to listen to it as you see what Carlton Hurdle is talking about in this poem. Watch it.
4: Consider now my servant, who stands before the throne. For every child he met in need, he treated as his own. A man of great conviction, faithfulness, and love. Each face he saw reflected his Savior from above.
5: And if you are in this world, then God loves you.
4: Millions of my children have seen me in your eyes, reflecting my compassion, responding to their cries. They hungered, and you fed them. They thirst, and you gave drink. When naked, you would clothe them, not stopping once to think how many miles you'd travel to be their truest friend, you and your wife together, their every need attend. Your walk with me was noted by presidents and kings, and yet you only noticed when little ones would sing. The testimony that you've left will resonate through time. Generations yet to come shall know that you were mine. Your time on earth is over. The race you've run is won. The least of these will join in song. Your home, my son. Well done.
2: We'll just applaud the glory and grace of God that be have to. And Peter, I think you're watching and we want you to know we love you, buddy. And uh, we want you to rejoice with a great crowd of witnesses that all you witness here. And I know you're touched by that. I know all the family members are, but just uh, our viewers want to know, how are you? are you? How are you doing?
3: I'm doing good, James. Um, the passion that drove Peter fell on me in such a powerful way the moment he passed. that it's just driving me and motivating me every single day to see the multiplication that he dreamed of in his heart. Mm. Mm. He, he built such an amazing foundation over the years of ministry that we worked hand in hand together, doing everything together. And that foundation is so secure, it's so strong, it's, it's so powerful in reaching those who don't know Jesus yet, and also in those who are in need on the humanitarian side. In the provision of water, the provision of nutrition, the development of the people. And I feel such an honor and a privilege that for 42 years I was at this man's side. And he taught me well. And I'm ready to run the race mm-hmm. and to, to watch the next generation taking the multiplication of what needs to come. Because that's the return on the investment that he made with his life. And the kingdom of God deserves that return on the investment. We're going to reach so many millions more as a result of everything that he did. So that, that makes me do well because I'm so driven by it.
2: You know, you're, you're undergirded by the prayers and love of all the mirrors of life. And Peter Petow has paid all of you a great compliment. It wasn't a compliment to me. He said, "James, I know I can call you and tell you whatever we need. Now I know when you tell your viewers, they'll meet the need. You are so special, people. So don't don't you ever doubt that, and just know more than ever. Well, listen, more than ever. I'm not too old. You're not too old. We got a lot to give. You're not too young. We got a lot to give. Esauk, you know, you you could have been a rugby player for the." For the you know, for the country. Mm. And you said, No, oh, I wanna go be with my dad. And then you've developed into where you see this great resource I'm talking about. But what, what's your heart saying right now, when dad's gone mm. and you still see the continent? I remember when you came and said, I'm tired of burying our children. Yeah. Tired of burying our kids mm. over here and mm. help us. Mm. What's going on in your heart?
1: You know, and that was a, that was a dream dad and I shared together. And you know, many times we we sat in places that if we didn't know better we would have maybe said they were God forsaken because children more died there than what lived. Mm. And yet the the thing that we would so often talk about was our dream. The dream that we could travel on our continent one day and not see children die. Mm. See people not just survive but thrive. Mm. And that's what's burning in, in, in my heart because, you know, if my dad taught me anything in my life, and he taught me pretty much everything I know. (laughs) But the two greatest things he taught me was to love the poor Mm -hmm. and to trust God. Mm. But he also taught me that if you'll combine those two, and if you'll trust God to love the poor, that we can transform our continent. And that's what I believe we've got to dedicate our lives to. You know, dad showed that one life can change so many. You know, he, he met Jesus in his 30s mm. and then he gave his life. He committed, he literally committed his life. And for the rest of his life, until three weeks before he passed away, he was standing on a, a, a platform in the Congo, mm. preaching the gospel as, as, as fervently as he ever had, mm. with as much faith and belief and conviction as what he ever had done. And so I, I see that in dad's life, the example was set that, One life can change the world Hmm. because if you, if we'll stand and say, I'll do what I can do, I'll give, what can I give? Dad could only give one thing, he could give his life. So he gave it. But what God did was God anointed that life. Hmm. God came and took what was an ordinary man and allowed him to do extraordinary things. More than 12 million people that prayed the prayer of salvation Because one man said, I'll go. I'll go to the ends of the earth. I'll go where it's uncomfortable. I'll risk my life. Why? Because the gospel of Jesus Christ has to be preached to these people. Because the gospel has to be shared with them in love. A bowl of food a day that transforms a child's life, that rewrites their future. And that's the other part about that one life. Dad taught me that if we will have the courage to believe in the one. See, we all want to change the world, James. I think every, every person somewhere inside of them has that, that urge to, to change things, to make a difference, to live a life of significance. But how do we change the world? We don't change it by going out and trying to change the world. We change it by changing every life that we come in contact with. That's right. By meeting the need of that individual person, whatever that need might be, by trusting God that he'll use us and allow us the privilege of changing that life. Because mm. when I change your life, I change your world. And when I change your world, I empower you to go and change somebody else's. That for me- That's the gospel. Is the vision.
2: That is the gospel. That's what we've got to do. That's the doing. good news. Jackie, what do you want to see happen now? You go overseas so much, sharing what God's doing all over the world, wanting people all over the world to know we can have a part of impacting the world, one life at a time, mm-hmm. with the love of God, and not just in word, but indeed in action. What do you believe for? What do you want to see?
6: You know, I think for me as well, I just want to see expansion based on everything that my dad built. Um, my mom and dad together built this incredibly beautiful organization that has, it's, it's got such a heart purpose. You know um, everything that that the organization has ever done has been for others, and the the greatest thing for me you know he was my dad, and he was this incredible man, but he was my dad mm. and and to me he was he was such an incredible dad you know he was his love for others the same as his love to to not see a child suffer or to see a mother. Have to face the loss of your own child mm. that same heart that tenderness in his heart is the heart that he had for us as kids yeah. and it's the heart that he nurtured in us too so that I think all of us kids That that is our heart we, we don't want to rest while there are people that don't know about Jesus and Who, who don't have food to feed their families? Mm. I think it's such a passion inside of all of us and for Absolutely. me I want to see that work continue because it's, it is is the work that he labored for, and he gave himself selflessly, but it's God's work, you know, and that work continues, and yeah. my dad loved Jesus. Mm. with every fiber of his being and and he served Jesus with his life and that's what I want I want that Mm. our lives continue to serve Jesus and continue to have the heart of God because God cares for each and every child every family every person who doesn't yet know him Mm. and and I think that's the significance um, in the work that we do and that we need to continue to do because you know often people will say to me well what does it really matter? You know, it's a back, it's a drop in the bucket. It's, 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 how can it be significant? But you know, to that child who's hungry or to that person who just felt so empty and lost, it's massive, it's massive. It's changed everything for them. Um, so that hard drive is what makes me want to, to build on the legacy that has already been created and to be able to expand and to reach more, reach more people with salvation, reach more people with the help that they need for their families. Mm. And I I, I think as a family, it doesn't matter what's happening, we'll never give up, we'll never stop, (laughs) because it's just, it's something that's ingrained in us. And I'm so grateful to my dad for that. I'd just like to read a little piece out of his book, um,
3: because I feel it's just so significant in in what happened in him when we talk about his heart. And it was after he had been deserted for 10 days, lost in the Pambara area, forgotten. We didn't know where he was. I didn't know if he'd maybe died there. There were no news forecasts and he was just gone. And when he finally was retrieved by an aircraft coming in and rescuing him, He writes here in the book, he said from the air I looked down on Pambara and I saw that it looked so peaceful and picturesque, a subtropical paradise of little thatched huts. It was only when you got close that you could see the suffering that lay beneath. I knew the same was true of human beings. If you want to help them, you need to get close enough to see and understand what they're going through. And I think... I think that summarizes so much of Peter's heart. He got close enough to the people that he touched that he could feel their heart and he could minister to their heart. And what a privilege that has been for us to to work alongside him mm-hmm. and to capture that heart and to experience that heart because I believe that's the Christ within.
2: I will, we're going to pray for you. Father, we just pray together here as a family for everybody right now that feels overlooked, show them how precious they are to you, how much you love them. And show them how much love you want to flow through them like a river. And just make this a, a life-changing moment for them as they're watching. In Jesus' name, would you just say, God, I give you the, the clay of my life. Shape me into a vessel of honor, a channel through which you can flow your love like this man, Peter Pretorius, he was a tobacco farmer, a race car driver, the elite. They just left everything and went to the poor. It's been his life, that's where we met him. Changed our world, it's changed millions of people, saved millions of lives. And as you know, family, cause your dad said it over and over. and Isak, you watched it, Jackie he watched it, our viewers, enabled Peter to do what he's doing and all the missionaries. And right now, more than ever, because we're in our feeding emphasis right now, or twice a year, we ask all of our viewers to feed. Right now, 400,000 children that you all have located, the missionaries that your dad trained, we've got them. Mm -hmm. And now we're asking you to feed them. We're going to share the gospel with them. We're going to send you Peter's book to say thanks and some other beautiful gifts that we'll tell you about. But here's the thing. I want you to watch right now and just say, God, what do you want me to do? Because your gift of $30, $50, or $100, or $1,000, or whatever you can do, it changes scores of lives. $30 changes three lives. We save their lives. That's what we're able to do. We're able to feed them. There's 400,000 of them already located that we say, we're going to feed you. But the we is us. Will you do it? Watch closely and just say, God, use me. Let me be that channel you, you flow your love freely through. We've just prayed that. Let it happen. Watch closely and prayerfully.
5: But must do it after me, <laughs> eh? <laughs> have, have any of you mothers here ever lost a child because of malnutrition, of a lack of food? And if you've lost more than one, then show us how many you've lost by showing us how many fingers. <laughs> Lost five. That one's lost five? One's lost
2: five.
5: Seven. Oh, Jesus. And I mean, nearly all of them. Eh? I think it is beyond words. I think it is absolutely horrible. I mean, I I struggle even for words to be able to explain what feelings are in my heart. And I've never lost one of my kids. I've never lost one of my grandkids. And I just think if, if one of my precious little grandkids, if I lost them, what it would mean. And imagine if I lost them to starvation, and I couldn't actually do anything about it because I didn't have any food. I didn't have any means to be able to help. My child, you know, and watch that child die in front of me. Well, this woman's watched 10 of them die in front of her. Please, James, let's do this and let's do it now.
2: Yeah, my Betty just said, Peter's grandchildren are up here in the audience, and they're weeping, and I understand. And I'm just inside my heart, I'm praying, God, I know Peter, I believe. Jesus, at the right hand of the Father's prayed, praying. And I wish we'd see the greatest outpouring of love we've ever seen. I've prayed for many years. God, I want to see the day when every single person watching will extend your hands. They just do what they can. If they just, could just give a cup of water. Could you just give a child food? Uh, you know, we, we did lose a child and she's precious. You look at all those precious women and you think, well, you know, they just lost a child, they're just poor little. that baby was their whole life. Our, our daughter, we have three children, 11 grandchildren, now four great grandkids. And we just love them all. We lost one. You will tell us it's not a big deal. We've had a couple of children lost in the womb. It tore up our family. Would you right now please, just say, God, what do you want me to do? And I'm just simply telling you this, we can feed three, five or 10 children for 30, 50 or a hundred dollars a month. We can feed a hundred children for a thousand dollars. We can feed a thousand children for $10,000. Would you please, would you just help us? It's what we've been doing a long time. And by the way, you say, well, what if we get all those fed? Well, then we'll find some more. Because we've always made it clear, when we ask you to do something, accomplish a goal, if we accomplish that goal, then we're going to invest money that goes over that in equally important outreaches. And some of the outreaches don't seem big to people, but they're the biggest thing those people have ever known. And we don't have time to talk about all of them, but we'll help them. So that's what you do. And by the way, every day we come on this program, to try to give you food, spiritual food and water, because you're the main object. We want to pour God's love all over you. But listen to me. We we have a motive. It's called a kingdom motive, a kingdom purpose. We want to see God flow through you, His purpose. In other words, you let Him do something in you, and then you allow Him to do something through you for others. And we want to inspire you. And thank God many of you have been inspired. You continue to inspire us. That's why Peter Petoris can say, James, I can always call you. Why? Because you and Betty are great. He knew we cared. We said, we'll come over and stay. He said, don't. Go back and get the people to help us so we can stay. And so we're not empty-handed. Well, that's what we've done. And bless God, you have blessed the Lord and blessed these children. So right now, every single one of you, I want you to go online or just go get your checkbook and write a check, make it to life. You give the gift. God really laid it on your heart. He laid it on your heart to do it. Or you can call that number right now. That's always a, a prayer line paid for by love for you to pray and somebody to pray for you. But I want you to call and say, here's what we're mailing. Or here's my bank card number. I want to make a gift today. Father, I pray every single person will be moved by your Spirit. And Lord, if somebody says, I don't have anything I can give, well, then Lord, just let them see the importance of their prayers, that you will move mountains of compassion, and expressions of your love right now, all over the world, would you please just do what God put on your heart? Call the number, go online, make the gift. You're giving the greatest gift. You're giving the gift of life because of the love of God. Thank you for doing it.
0: In impoverished and drought-stricken areas of Africa, children are suffering. The need is great. And without food, they face severe malnutrition, even death. Through Life's Mission Feeding Outreach, you can save lives by feeding and caring for children currently suffering in parts of Angola, Mozambique, and South Sudan. With previous reserves gone and Mission Feeding helping in areas with severe crop failure, we urgently need your support to replenish food supplies to reach the 400,000 children who are counting on us. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for 3, 5, or 10 children for 3 full months. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you Death-Defying Faith, The Extraordinary Life of Miracle Man Peter Pretorius. This autobiography, completed just days before his unexpected death, chronicles the thrill-seeking adventures of missionary Peter Pretorius. You will love reading how God took this ordinary man and performed extraordinary miracles throughout all of Africa. With your gift of $100 or more, request the beautiful Faith and Hope Pen Set, two beautifully crafted pens featuring the key words of Hebrews 11.1, a key verse for every believer, especially when facing adversity, trials, and challenges. Finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed and care for 100 children, be sure to request a Bridge of Faith framed canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
2: You know, I just feel like we've experienced today with our audience here and the viewers and the Pretorius family, we've just experienced a very precious moment. Mm. I think the great cloud of witnesses is rejoicing. Mm. I kind of feel like Jesus says to his dad, look at all those people loving their neighbor. Look at them loving the least of these. Look at them dad. The Pretorius family's gonna be back with us. Peter's gonna be looking in with a great crowd of witnesses. You don't miss the program the day after tomorrow, don't miss it. We're gonna send you this incredible book, Death Defying Faith. Miracle healings and Empty, but blind eyes. I saw it, Betty and I saw it the first time we went. We saw a kid that didn't have any pupils healed. And one of the greatest stories is a mother brought her little blind son every night for an entire week. He never got eyes. And the last night, Peter had him. It's the stories in here. He'd kind of open eyelids, and he didn't even have any eyes. And he said, "God we need to create a miracle." Bang! <laughs> the little boy had beautiful brown eyes, uh, and he could see perfectly. Uh, well, of course, the whole city was turned inside mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. It's New Testament miracles. I took all my Baptist deacon buddies <laughs> over there and let them see. They all went home <laughs> totally changed. Their churches changed. is government. Yeah. <laughs> Everything God says is still today. I want to thank the Pretorius family. Thank you. For thank you. Dad and for all of you. Thank you. Would you say thank thanks you. to thank God you. and to the Pretorius family? And thank all of you for helping. Thank you for your prayers. Don't miss the next program. Don't miss Sheila tomorrow. You watch life today. Tell your friends to watch because we're going to share life today. Every day. I wish I could do more for Life Outreach International, but I'm
0: saving for retirement. We have a plan that can help you do both. Contact Life Planning Services today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.